Okay, kids, going live. Sorry about that. We're going to go one more thing here. You ready? Speaking of shenanigans, that was some shenanigans going on in my uh, between the countdown and my intro. Usually, uh, I go to the uh, the background, but anyway, you don't need to know all that. Uh, this is Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California, where we have oh gosh, just so much going on, so much going on since yesterday's show. I'm getting. Um, not pummeled. What's a good word? I'm getting information. I'm getting people, um, uh, you know, sending me information about um, either individuals or groups of people that are just simply out of control <laughs> in our little local town here, uh, which is uh, Yorba Linda, which is known as the land of gracious living. But we may have to change that to the land of a bunch of wackos um, that are amongst our are, are people. Oh, and of course, now that I go live, I'm getting the call that I was expecting to get before I went live. Uh, I had been waiting and waiting and waiting, but it um, it just came uh, to me just now. Um, and but anyway, I'm gonna have to answer that uh, later on. The uh, uh, just the number of people that are uh, sending me stuff about individuals, about groups of people that are attacking conservative Christians uh, that are not even in the Yorba Linda School District, of which uh, the show was about yesterday, of, of people that simply just hate conservative Christians uh, and uh, calling us demons and uh, 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 racist and bigots and terrorists and <laughs> all the crazy names that they love to call us. It's just really something else. It's just like I opened up a Pandora's box of uh, people that live amongst us that is really as, as we most of us know, uh, we know that the country is mostly filled with with uh, not necessarily conservative Christians, but people do, that do not believe um, that uh, we are a country of liberal lunatics or dimwit Democrats. Uh, that that is a smaller group that has that yells and screams and has temper tantrums that cause people to be scared, uh, uh, corporations to be scared. Uh, look what happened to Mike Lindell of uh, MyPillow. Um, and what I love is when they throw those temper tantrums and they they cancel him out of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond and Kohl's. And uh, I think there was a couple other stores that they, they stopped carrying uh, MyPillow because of these little children that are throwing temper tantrums 
that what happens is that we do something what's called a boy a boycott instead of a boycott. We do a boycott. Boycotts never work, by the way. And so what works better is a boycott, which where I encourage people to buy as many my pillow products as possible uh, in um, in in retaliation to the stupidity of the liberals, uh, democratic uh, nitwits that are in our in our country. Which again is uh, is uh, I truly believe is much smaller than what people think. Um, look at what happens. To CNN. CNN is, is just dropping in its ratings. They can't even stay in the airport because they can't afford it. That uh, their audience is so small. The bigger audience are the conservative uh, uh, platforms like OAN and Newsmax, uh, even Fox still on some level, um, but they've even dropped because they've gone to a little bit of the left. And so when, when we look at those things, when you look at the rallies, of President Trump, you see the numbers of people that attend a President Trump rally as opposed to to um, uh, attend any event that a Democrat puts on. It's it's they have to pull people in. They they count uh, the liberal media that shows up as the the head count for the people that show up, that, which really is is not uh, uh, is not you know is not true. A true count of people. They have to be there because they're getting paid. They're not there because they want to, or necessarily they believe what it is that the uh, speaker is speaking upon. So, um, and so here we are in uh, little Yorba Linda, California, uh, where we have a number of people, uh, including a teacher in the high school who has taken upon herself, has taken it upon herself to, um, to demonize and to um, um, uh, attempt to discredit somebody who the citizens in Maryland have voted for uh, in the school board. And she's taken it upon herself uh, that she's going to have this person either, um, uh, you know, in an attempt to force, you know, uh, Leandra to uh, resign, which is not going to happen. <laughs> Those people that know Leandra know she's not going to resign. And the other thing is that she's going to start a, a recall. Uh, this is the loser. So you have uh, uh, the person who lost to Leandra, who is the one who is heading up um, uh, and, and joined forces with other dimwits in our community that are trying to um, pull a coup of some sort on a school board member, which is just uh, crazy. So my update is this. My update is that I've sent out letters to the, uh, the principal of the school, to the superintendent at the school board. Or, I mean, at the uh, the school district and to the interim uh, principal at Yorba Linda High School uh, to request uh, an, an interview to see what their position is on this teacher recruiting children in the school to help uh, her in her quest to force Leandra in an attempt to, to get Leandra to retire or not retire, to resign uh, or to help with the, the recall uh, against. So the loser. The loser of the of the of the election is attempting, who is a teacher at Yorblin High School, is attempting to to get students to help her do her dirty work, um, which is just it, it, that's a little bit crazy, is it not? <laughs> it would take a lunatic uh, to do this, and this is who's teaching our kids, uh, by the way. Overall, the Placentia Yorblin High uh, School District, uh, I have um, uh, mostly good things to say in regard to the teachers that I've experienced. Uh, when I have ha listened in, and I do listen in, regardless if they want me to or not, I listen into the teachers that are teaching my kids and the Zoom calls when they're on the Zoom calls. And I can tell you that I, I am, I'm really uh, encouraged and and uh, find the, student, the, the teachers that are um, uh, teaching our students um, 
in my children's classes are all really, really good and, re- and really find them to be exceptional people. Uh, my uh, junior high schooler, um, the other day they were talking about truth in media, strangely enough. And uh, I know that that's really not something that we, at least on these uh, last uh, four years, can say those two things go together, truth and media. Um, but, <laughs> but I really... Really loved. I sat through the whole class to listen to what she had to say and what she was doing, and it was really, really good. Uh, I don't want to go into too many details because I just don't want to um, say anything wrong or, or, or misquote or do anything. But I can tell you that it was a really good, balanced uh, discussion about what somebody watching the news or listening to the news needs to do to to be able to discern the truth and and not truth uh, in, in a news story. And I, and I thought the teacher did a really good job of, uh, of doing this, uh, this particular study uh, with the students. So I, I'm really proud uh, of the teacher that did that job. So uh, I'm, I'm telling you that because I want to tell you that uh, because we have one lunatic teacher at Yorba Linda High School who seems to be recruiting children to uh, do her dirty work, that that's not my experience with this school. So I'll be interested to see as we continue this investigation uh, to see who is uh, behind all this and what it is she's doing and other people that are in the surrounding community that are not even in the school district, uh, what it is that they're going to be doing. I can't wait to uh, to to tell you more as I begin to learn more. All right. So that that's the, the kind of the update. Um, and I just want you to know that I'm getting more information um, that really says that this is wrong. <laughs> so far, I have yet to get anything that supports their position that Leandra is a terrorist. All right. I have not seen anything yet from uh, anybody that is pointed to in, in the direction that uh, suddenly that Leandra who goes from a, a, a police officer um, that served our country well, that served her community well, um, is somehow uh, become a terrorist uh, in uh, the Yorba Linda School District. Uh, but uh but whatever, <laughs> we'll continue to look at this. Uh, first, let me say hi to Priscilla. Hey, Priscilla, nice to see you. Thank you for joining. Amy, hello. Thank you for keeping me up to date with some information that you're sending me. Uh, good evening. Uh, you call it as it is. Good job. Thank you, Deborah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And Sandra, an old high school, uh, elementary school um, uh, uh, friend. Uh, great that you are so involved with your children's lessons online. Uh, th- thank you. Yeah, well, I just want to be listening and I want to know what's going on. And I, especially when they get in these topics, I want to say, okay, what are they going to, what's what's happening? What are they going to do? Again, this is about teaching our children, not influencing our children one way or another. Teaching the children to be discerning in what it is that they are learning and watching uh, when they're not in school. Um, deciding for themselves, understanding the, the, um, um, the different policies that people have and how it affects us in many ways in our economy, in our school systems, in our uh, overall life and the, the, uh, the health of our overall, um, uh, 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 you know, as we live in our, in our, in our world, our overall health uh, and what's going on. So, Sorry, I started to go on a couple other tangents here. All right, so the next part, and this is going to be actually a pretty short, short show uh, because um, uh, we, you know, we have just so much going on. Hey, Hedy, nice to see you. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say something right now, but I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold off. But Hedy, of course, is a very important person to me. Uh, I may be lying if I say hello to my fiance. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> but we're going we're to keep a lid on that for a future show. Uh, but Hedia, I love you. Uh, thanks for joining. Um, and so 
But I simply wanted to come on and say the, the thing things are rolling in the investigation. I've, I've received some uh, text messages. Let me see. Um, actually, let me show you. Here's another. Here, there's uh, here's something that's really interesting. Hold on, I got to find the image. There it is. So we have uh, this interesting person that's in our community, and I'm only gonna. I'm just. I'm gonna have to take off this other screen share that I had already planned. But let me just show you this. So I have an image here. This is a lady who apparently has nothing else to do but to attack people in the community. And she's known as, um, what is her name? Um, in minivan hell, you know, and you gotta, you gotta wonder somebody who chooses a handle on Twitter as uh, in minivan hell, how happy she is at being a parent. Right. That doesn't sound like she's very happy being a parent, uh, but yet she what she's doing, she's attacking anybody who is a conservative in our community. And of course, we you know when she has an opportunity to say that somebody uh, was at the uh, rally uh, there where the Capitol was uh, breached, that she finds people uh, and, and finds an opportunity to call them out because that, she has nothing else to do. And here she says, hey, Orange County Sheriff, uh, y'all opening up an internal investigation or offering her a promotion sort of feel like it could go either way. Um, on the far right is this photo. Uh, we see Orange County Sheriff Special Officer, and I won't say her name, uh, of Irvine, who happens to be at the rally showing support for the president. Now, did she go into the Capitol? Did she breach the Capitol? Did she do anything of the sort? Uh, the answer is probably no. Um, I don't I don't know anything about her. But this, this is the woman who is also helping the teacher at Yorba Linda High School who was the loser to Leandra um, uh, in the effort to in, in, uh, to to get her to resign or to um, uh, you know begin a recall uh, and begin a recall movement against the winner, uh, which is. Um, uh, ironic. So this this woman has nothing else to do. She does not even live in the district, but yet she's finding it, it, it to be her position, her job to uh, help in the recall of Leandra, who, again, is not even, uh, you know, representative of her district where if she had if she has kids uh, that go to school, as far as I know, again, we're getting more details. We're finding out as things go on. All right. So. So we have that. The next thing is just simple. Yeah, tomorrow is a, is an important day for us because uh, it is the next stage for us conservative Christians on what it is we're going to do to save our country. Who cares who's being sworn in? I, we don't even care who's getting sworn in tomorrow. Nothing what they have planned is to the benefit of conservative Christians, not anything that I've seen. So tomorrow's a big day for us because this is where we begin our movement. Um, not uh, that we could care less about the new presidency because we know that that is going to be something that is not going to be uh, good for our country. I've not not say anything yet. It's not going to be good for our children. It's not going to be good for our children's future. Um, uh, you know, simply raising a minimum wage of fifteen dollars across the nation is at a time where most businesses are struggling. Is just a um, an example of they have no idea what it is they're doing. They have no idea what it is uh, that is going to benefit our country. That a blanket uh, uh, decision to raise to double minimum wage in many cases for these small businesses that are struggling. They, they don't, they don't realize that it's not just $15. You also have payroll taxes, you have uh, benefits, you have a, a number of other things that cost uh, individual employers on top of whatever they're claiming that the minimum wage is. So it's not just the minimum wage that just, just to name one aspect of it. Right. Um, it, 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 
it, I don't need to go through the whole economics of everything because it, you obviously those of you that are watching have common sense and understanding that when a company right now is struggling trying to even keep somebody on board at, say, $10 an hour, that now you're going to force them at a time that they can barely pay somebody $10 an hour. You're going to force them to pay now $15 an hour. They're not going to have any choice but to fire the person or to close their shop or to close businesses. This is so. So I'm just telling you that it's not about who's being sworn in tomorrow. It's about where we go. Tomorrow is a big day for us and where it is that we are going to go as conservative Christians and conservatives, true conservatives, not the false conservatives, not the false teachers, not the people that believe in false gods. Those of us that actually have some common sense and understand what needs to happen moving forward. Tomorrow is a big day for us because we this is where our new our new world begins where we're going to go, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it, um, how hard are we going to fight, you know, what it is, where we're going to meet when we need to meet all a whole bunch of stuff is going to begin tomorrow. And our world is completely changing uh, in the, the re, in the, in the way that we are going to um, be viewing our world from this point. How strong are you going to be? How strong are you going to be? Are you going to be weak? Are you going to hide? Are you going to pretend it's not happening and go silent again? What is it you're going to do? Tomorrow is a big day for you to make a decision. Are you going to be part of the team? Are you going to be part of the anchor dragging us because you have cannot um, muster up enough effort to speak out? You cannot muster up enough effort to join us that you simply are going to let our country uh, fall to a, a, a group of people that have no interest other than power and the destruction of the country and our constitution you being silent you're you're in um, um you're complicit uh in the destruction of our country we I, i've talked to this on the devotional and i may have talked about it before in um in one of my regular broadcasts at the andy falco show and that is in in god's view that you had during the um um the crucifixion of Jesus Christ during the process of him uh, being beaten uh, and then uh, carrying the cross through the streets and being spit upon and being cursed at that those people that stood by and watched and did nothing were equally as guilty as those that were causing the pain that those that were spitting on him, that those were that were calling him um, a, a, a names along the way, those people that stood by and did nothing are equally as guilty as those that participated in the beating of Jesus Christ as he was being crucified. And so this is where, this is where we begin tomorrow. Who are you going to be? Are you going to be one of them? Are you going to be simply standing by and watching and saying nothing and doing nothing and being silent? Uh, then you are going to be complicit in the fall of this country if it falls. Um, and so tomorrow is a big day. And that is why I decided to um, uh, go on today and discuss this matter. That what is it you're going to do? And that's why it's, it's all. That's all my messages. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave you with a. Um, I'm going to come back and I'm going to uh, share part of President Trump's um, farewell message today, which was very powerful. It, it you know. Uh, uh, I have a number of people, even people close to me, who say that Donald Trump, uh, President Trump, has caused um, so much uh, pain, and even the people that support him say lately. And again, what we get caught up on, and what we unfortunately have, is we have what happens to what has happened to some of the rhinos, what has happened to some of the Republicans, is they get sucked in to this narrative. 
and they don't listen to his words. When you listen to his words, he at, at no time did he say, go to the Capitol and riot and destroy it and do anything. Right. He said, go peacefully as patriots and tell them how you feel. Oh, but that was that was really what he was really telling them to do was to attack. <laughs> and so this is the narrative they want you to believe that everything that he says, every word that he utters is an attack on Democrats, right? That he, that he, that he wants to destroy a country, that he is a racist, that he is a, a, um, um, a terrorist, that he is a bigot, that he is a homophobe. Every word that he said, they give him a lot of power. These liberals, they really believe that he is a God, right? They really believe that he is some, something else, right? They, they have no problem saying that he's stupid and a dimwit and a loser, but yet they give him all of this power that every word he utters has so much power. But when you listen to his words, when you truly listen to what he says, I'm sitting there going, I have no idea <laughs> where they get this. But they want to believe that every time he says, be a patriot, that he's saying, be evil. Every time that he says he to be peaceful, that he's saying attack, that every time he says uh, make America great again, that he's saying make America the, the terrorist of the world, right? That every word that they say, they turn it into something else completely different. And unfortunately, I know people that are patriots, that are Republicans and go, yeah, he shouldn't have said make America great. That is really bad. Right. That he shouldn't have said patriotly and peacefully go to the Capitol because, you know, people could take that wrong. What? What is happening to you? What? <laughs> you, you, like many other, are losing your mind. Stay with us. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't go crazy. You're buying into this narrative that even when he says th nice things, that he means things that are evil, you are buying into it. Um, I'm going to play a little bit of his uh, speech today, which was magnificent. He laid out again what all the great things that he did while he was uh, president. And again, people, people, um, um, are saying that, well, he, when he says he got middle peace in the Middle East, that, that somehow that that's bad. Uh, when he says that, you know, he's bringing the troops home, well, that's bad. When he says that he's the only president that has never started a war or continued a war in our history, um, that that is bad. That he has done more for the black community, that that is bad. When he's done more for the Hispanic community, that is bad. When he is, when he has uh, created the best economy our country has ever seen, somehow that is bad. Right. No matter what he says, that is the, it really is a wacky. Uh, we've, we've, we, we, they've even affected you sometimes, the Republican. Some of my friends that are Republicans, you're even saying that, yeah, well, you know, we just need to distance ourselves for President Trump. And I and I and sometimes I go, you know, maybe that's true. But other times I go, but why? <laughs> but why? Uh, it, 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 because you, because maybe you don't like that, that he was a business. The, the great thing is, is that we, the one thing that I can say that I love more than anything else as conservative Christians or, or conservatives or even Republicans is that we are able to get a regular man or woman, or it doesn't matter that he's a man. Listen, I know people get all crazy when I say man, man is evil, man is bad, but we are able to get a person. Is that okay with you? <laughs> oh my God, even I'm being affected. Okay, I'm going to say it. We got a man into the presidency who is like us. Oh, I know. No, he's a billionaire. No, he, listen, he got a, a, a non-politician. How about that? A non-politician who had common sense, who knows how to run a business, 
I know he's bankrupted a couple. All all business owners have had a uh, highs and lows. Trust me, we I, I've had highs and lows. Um, that we got a, a regular man who knows how to run a business, go in there and do things that nobody's been able to do before. The only president not to start a war, the only president to bring peace in the Middle East, the only president to take our economy higher than it's ever been before, the only president to do more for the black community than any other president, including the black president, um, um, uh, Bill Clinton. Um, and then what that other guy that wasn't quite black, uh, Obama, right? They, he did more than those two for the black community. And why? Because he was a regular guy, because he wasn't a politician. So tomorrow, as we're leaving this era of not being ruled by a politician, we're going to be going in to being led by a politician that does not have the, the, the American's best interest in mind. The only thing he has in mind is staying in power. Right. He's been able to stay this guy that's coming in, this dimwit, this uh, guy with uh, dementia that somehow people think doesn't have dementia. There's a, a five, six people that maybe think he doesn't have dementia, but everybody knows he has dementia. They, they think it's OK to put a guy like that who's been dumb his entire career, who has never been on the correct side of a vote to save his life, that you now think that suddenly he's going to be different as president. That's like marrying a, a wife beater and thinking, well, I know that he's had three other marriages where he's beat his wives, um, but you know what? I'm going to change him. I'm going to make him different. No, you're not. He's going to beat you too. All right. <laughs> so that you think that somehow he's going to be different, that he's not going to be the pedophile uh, type guy that he was before and petting the children as we've seen on film, um, film on video. If you think that somehow he's going to be different, you're wrong. Uh, if you think Kamala Harris, the person that could not get voted in in the in the um, 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 in the early stages of uh, the Democratic Party uh, primaries, that you thought that that because that somehow because she couldn't even make it through that process, that now she's going to make a great president. You guys are crazy. You've lost your mind. So it is important what to, what's going to be happening tomorrow is not what's happening for them. It is a new era for us. What is it that we're going to be doing moving forward? Are we going to stay strong or are you going to be hiding? I know I'm repeating myself, but I'm, I want to just repeat myself. I'm telling you, what is it you are going to do tomorrow to wake up, to not be silent, to, to be part of the church, not, not against the church? What is it you're going to do for God, not against God? What are you going to do for your children, not against your children? What is it you are going to do? Laying and putting your head in the sand and, and hiding in your house about underneath a blanket, sucking your thumb is not going to work. It, it, that's how we got into this position. And so we need to wake up. All right. Let me play uh, a little bit of President Trump's. Um, and it, it's that I, I would I would actually go and watch the whole thing. I think it's fantastic. Um, and again, people are going to say, well, look at that. He's saying that America's great. That means that it's horrible. You guys are nuts. All right, so let's play a little bit of uh, President Trump here and um, and just enjoy uh, a little bit of these uh, words that he says towards the end um, about. Um, and again, uh, prior to this, there's a whole bunch of other accomplishments that he that he points out that during his presidency were able to be um, uh, um, arrived at, and he was able to do because he's not a politician. So let's just listen to this part here. of the world to stand up to China like never before. We obliterated the ISIS caliphate and ended the wretched life of its founder and leader, al-Baghdadi. We stood up to the oppressive Iranian regime and, and killed the world's, world's top, top terrorists, Iranian, Iranian butcher Qasem Soleimani. We recognized Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. 
As a result of our bold diplomacy and principled realism, we achieved a series of historic peace deals in the Middle East. Nobody believed it could happen. The Abraham Accords opened the doors to a future of peace and harmony, not violence and bloodshed. It is the dawn of a new Middle East, and we are bringing our soldiers home. I'm especially, I'm especially proud, proud to, be to be the, the first, first president, president in decades who has started no new wars. Above all, we have reasserted the sacred idea that in America, the government answers to the people. Our guiding light, our North Star, our unwavering conviction has been that we are here to serve the noble, everyday citizens of America. Our allegiance is not to the special interests, corporations, or global entities. It's to our children, our citizens, and to our nation itself. As president, my top priority, my constant concern, has always been the best interests of American workers and American families. I did not seek the easiest course. By far, it was actually the most difficult. I did not seek the path that would get the least criticism. I took on the tough battles, the hardest fights, the most difficult choices, because that you elected me to do. Your first and last unyielding focus. This, I hope, will be our greatest legacy. Together, we put the American people back in charge of our country. We restored self-government. We restored the idea that in America, no one is forgotten because everyone matters and everyone has a voice. We fought for the principle that every citizen is entitled to equal dignity equal treatment, and equal rights, because we are all made equal by God. Everyone is entitled to be treated with respect, to have their voice heard, and to have their government listen. You are loyal to your country, and my administration was always loyal to you. We worked to build a country in which every citizen could find a great job and support their wonderful families. We fought for the communities where every American could be safe and schools where every child could learn. We promoted a culture where our laws would be upheld, our heroes honored, our history preserved, and law-abiding citizens are never taken for granted. Americans should take tremendous satisfaction in all that we have achieved together. It's incredible. Now, as I leave the White House, I have been reflecting on the dangers that threaten the priceless inheritance we all share. As the world's most powerful nation, America faces constant threats and challenges from abroad. But the greatest danger we face is a loss of confidence in ourselves, a loss of confidence in our national greatness. A nation is only as strong as its spirit. We are only as dynamic as our pride. We are only as vibrant as the faith that beats in the hearts of our people. No nation can long thrive that loses faith in its own values, history, and heroes. For these are the very sources of our unity and our vitality. Sorry about that. I didn't uh, mute my mic right away. Um, but uh, I want to leave that last part is that he leaves so much up to us. And it will be up to us as we move forward um, to take what it is that he was able to accomplish and uh, move forward and now move forward without President Trump and as um, conservative Christians. Uh, uh, you know, uh, 
uh, Jack Hibbs, our, our pastor at the church that I attend with Hedia at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills, and many of you that watch uh, also enjoy watching, is that um, he was asked a question about what are you going to do now that President Trump isn't uh, uh, in power, that that the Christian uh, movement and, and conservative Christians are going to fall apart as if Donald Trump is our was our God. Um, and no, it, that again, this is really bizarre that just because he's no longer president doesn't now mean that all conservative Christians or conservatives now just give up and say that, oh, now there's nothing for us to do or now we have nobody to follow. <laughs> what? <laughs> president Trump was just one man on earth who had the ability to shake things up, to to waken people up, to to expose the demons that are in our in our um, republic. Um, and now we know who they are. Many of them are, are also Republicans, right? And so we're now we are able to see them. He, he shined light on the devil, the devils uh, and the demons that are in our government. He shined light on them. Uh, and God used President Trump, I believe, for that purpose um, and maybe only for that purpose. Who knows? I mean, a lot of other good things were done, but the one thing, the main purpose is that now light has been shined on those that we need to uh, um, now vote out, be wary of, and not allow to control us or our country. Um, so I think the, uh, the the fact that God used President Trump in uh, many ways, uh, we need to be thankful to God for that. Now that Donald Trump is not president, does that mean that our our um, our values change? Does that mean that our efforts to change our country change? No, it's just that we don't have him there. We just continue on and we move on. The good news is now we know who the Republicans are that we can't trust that need to be voted out very clearly, to, especially towards the end. I think that was one of the greatest things towards the end of the presidency is that now we're able to see that Lindsey Graham is not on our side, that there are a, a great deal of other people that are not on our side. They are weak. They are weak need people. They could not put, they cannot stand there for the fight. We thought they could. Some people, um, I'm, I'm a little bit questionable, but Dan Crenshaw, right? Dan Crenshaw, are you thinking, wow, he's a, a he's so strong. And then all of a sudden you see some weakness. You see some weakness in his uh, dedication to our cause. Um, uh, Liz Cheney, uh, you know, you just like, okay, now we know we got to get her out. Uh, uh, and so as we, as we move forward, we know now who to vote out. We know now who not to trust, and we know now what our focus is on, and that is to to come back even stronger, uh, to follow God's word, to pray, to be active in our communities, starting at the lower level. That's why I started uh, with what's happening here in your Belinda, just to kind of show you these are these are where these problems start these are like little um little sparks uh of of things that we need to be we need to put out these fires early on don't wait until they get to the federal level and our forest fires we need to start locally and put out these little fires and then address the bigger problem that we have in our federal government government all right my friends love you guys got to get to cooking dinner for the kids i appreciate you coming on and listening to the update and what we uh we tomorrow's our day Tomorrow's our, it's not their day. It's our day. Our day starts tomorrow. And so I want all of you to, um, to wake up, be in the fight and, uh, let's move forward. All right, my friends. Uh, love you guys. Yeah. God bless. And I will, I'll see you tomorrow. I know I have something that I'm going to say tomorrow. All right, my friends. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye.